0: It'd be really, I think, kind of strange if you're, like, jogging on a treadmill in a gym, sucking down a Michelob Ultra or something <laughs> while you're jogging. I think it's really
1: a good idea to do during the activity no. itself. Usually. I mean, there are, like, running events where, say, it's a 5K or a 5-mile run or whatever. I don't know. whatever. 5K is,
0: like, three miles.
1: I know. But you see people running and it's like, okay, every mile. Like, say it's a five-mile run. At every mile stop point, you drink a beer.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that do I that. endorse
1: that or that I want to do that. <laughs> but
0: Welcome to the Craft Beer Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on the road adventurers, and craft beer lovers. Your host, Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer.
1: So it's just you and me again. What are we going to talk about?
0: Beer. Beer. Duh that's new beer
1: (laughs) (laughs) beer is not new Uh, and beer is not a new topic on our show travel that's not new either adventure we're not really traveling right now well we kind of are we're just somewhere we've been somewhere for a while
0: well usually we are somewhere when we're
1: we're not always somewhere
0: recording but honestly what are we talking about
1: oh yeah pairs with everything
0: Everything. You and, can drink
1: beer with anything and
0: everything. But that's not what we're talking about. So we're not talking about how beer pairs with food. It does. Beer pairs with a lot of food. And that could mm-hmm. be an entirely new episode in itself as to how to pair beer with food.
1: Well, actually, I'm surprised we haven't done that episode yet.
0: Okay, well, we should.
1: <laughs> so, ah, that's going to hold our feet to the fire now. You all heard it in public right here, face to face. Now we have to do it.
0: But, Yeah okay anyhow <laughs> so honestly we were sitting down um in the camper it was kind of a foggy i don't know the sun wasn't shining too much today um where are we at we we're in um long beach washington
1: yeah long on the beach coast.
0: washington not yeah California. we're parked about in an rv park about two blocks from the coast from the beach and it's a beach too it's miles and miles of uh, like white sandy beaches
1: Yeah, I was kind of surprised, though, at the beach here, because it's such a massive beach. You'd think, oh, yes, beach, go, run, splash. They actually are really discouraged getting in the water here. Well,
0: because I think there's tons of driftwood. That's why we parked at Driftwood (laughs) RV Park. (laughs) But there's tons of driftwood, and it looks like the waves are crazy, and the currents are crazy. And it's um, the middle of October. It's cold.
1: That's true. That's true. I mean, I think that the... How uh, strong the water is here, like the currents and the riptides and stuff, is a big deal. I don't. I think this is. I think that's what makes this such a different area for them to recommend you don't go swimming.
0: Well, I think it's also too because the, the driftwood, because it's logging community as well. So yeah. tons of trees. Yeah, here.
1: there could be stuff floating around yeah. out there.
0: So anyhow, that's where we were sitting inside, um, pondering what we should talk about with you guys today, and. I don't know, it just seemed kind of interesting that if you think about it, anywhere you go lately, you could probably find beer. Craft beer, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least a lot more than ever before, other than the C-word stuff going on right now. but
0: Yeah, but that plays a part in what we're going to be talking about, anyhow. As usual, because it's a big part of the world today.
1: It is, yeah. <laughs> but, it's not, deal with.
0: but not like, I guess, let me get more specific. So we're not really talking about where specifically to... Where to, like, really find beer as in how to find them in craft breweries. Um, Duh, beer is in craft breweries. (laughs) But more along the lines of how you could go grocery shopping and do it with a beer in hand. Or you could go to the movie theater or um, go to a bookstore.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, let's say, like, if you're younger, like, if you're a newer drinker, like, say in your 20s. Okay. Some of this may not be that new to you. If you're like in your 20s, you might be going like, what do you mean? I'm going to a movie theater and I can have a beer. I Yeah, duh. But honestly, us being a little bit older than that, a couple years, more than 20, more than double 20. Um, <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the norm. A long, I mean, most movie theaters a long time ago had no beer. and Like not good beer, not bad beer, not beer, period. Or, any kind, of or any
0: kind of alcohol. but draft. now
1: you go to a lot of places. I mean, it was kind of unique for a while. It was kind of Alamo Draft House was one. That was probably one of the first ones that we used. A, we went to a lot and still go to a lot because they have really good beer.
0: Well, they have like a full on tap room.
1: Yeah, yeah. Most of them have a full tap room, which is really cool. But now a lot of just regular movie theaters everywhere have some sort of bar, or a lot of them have full on like a full-on bar where you if can get open. mixed drinks beer whatever yeah if they're open if they're open <laughs> right now that's the that's the question It's you don't know it depends on where you're at but uh but in normal circumstances right now almost every movie theater has beer now yeah. or and and or mixed drinks well, or whatever
0: i used to never even i mean we'd go to the movie theater thinking we were going to get popcorn in a soda having an alcoholic drink or a beer or anything like that never crossed my mind when i went to movie theater never it was never anything i wanted
1: well i think a lot of that was just the way we grew up too because that it wasn't the norm
0: but now it's kind of more of the norm and if we go to a movie i would really if we're in the area somewhere where there's an alamo theater or something like that i'd love the alamo theaters and that's what i would seek out because i'm like ooh, movie beer (laughs) instead of ooh, movie popcorn
1: and Halimo always has good beer, so <laughs> we don't even have to crapshoot yeah. it. We just know.
0: But I think but. along those lines, what we're kind of talking to you guys more and just having a conversation with us, too, is just kind of like you you can go anywhere and grab a good craft beer and drink it while doing your laundry or grocery shopping even now. And is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Does it create...
1: That's still a little more rare than, like, a movie theater, though. There's still a lot of places, but it's it's becoming more and more common, though.
0: Yeah, but, like, like, even the movie theater is kind of what started it. But honestly, if you think about it, the movie theaters didn't really start it, though. Think way back when you go to concerts. Yeah. You get a beer or drink. Well, yeah,
1: you go to a concert, a football game, or whatever. I mean,
0: isn't a movie Sporting kind event. of, like, just an entertainment kind of thing? And now it makes mm-hmm. sense to have, why not, if I can have beer while I'm watching somebody you know, play or a band or something like that. Why can I not have beer while I'm watching a movie? Yeah. So it kind of makes sense in that way. Why can't I have a beer while I'm doing my grocery shopping?
1: <laughs> why can't I have a beer while I'm browsing through books at the bookstore? Yeah,
0: why not? You can have coffee.
1: I know. And there actually are bookstores now that that's a thing, that you can go and order a beer and look through the books. It, yeah, I'm it, sure, I bet they have a lot more spoilage of books, though, from like spilt beer and stuff than they did coffee.
0: Are you sure? No.
1: I'm just because making that. I'm just going off, you know. Well, I guess coffee does make you kind of jumpy and twitchy if you have too much. So I guess it's not too different like, getting sloppy when you have too many beers. So.
0: Well, if you're drinking alcohol, <laughs> though, while you're shopping for a book and you steal something on the book, you'd just be like, eh, who cares? I'll buy it. Because, you know, your inhibitions go a little bit. You lose some of your inhibitions. So you're like, eh, it's okay. I'll just buy it. So maybe uh, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it think about when you start drinking you you like that's what there was actually some marketing thing that i was reading up on when i was looking up all the different weird places you can have beer and that's what they were saying it's like if you have alcohol in hand beer or something else you're probably willing to spend more money
1: i would venture to guess yeah that's probably true (laughs) because i mean i mean it is true like if i'm just simply at a brewery and i have two beers I'm more likely to have a third beer. Exactly. I, Yeah, and sometimes a fourth.
0: Well, four <laughs> beers gets a little bit too much.
1: <laughs> it can be, but yeah, Three you do beers. have to know your limits. Yes. <laughs>
0: Three beers is probably like the magic number.
1: For you, maybe. Lately, it's more like two
0: for you. I don't know. You've I mean, you been topic. a lightweight Kay. lately. No, okay, so let's, <laughs> let's put some organization to this. So let's talk about, like you started talking about... um perusing books like bookshops Mm -hmm. so let's kind of put some organization to this um we're not going to be recommending places that you guys go but we just wanted to talk about the different places that you can drink beer um so i know that there is one place i think in denver called the book bar um that they do that and they also have like author signings and things like that and then just from a little bit of research trying to figure all this out before we got online with you guys um there was also a place in foley alabama that sounds really cool um what was that one called uh page and palette Mm-hmm. And um, I think they had like local craft beers there and things like that. So it's like cocktails and beer and wine. And why not? Why not be able to do that while you're reading a book? Because there's also like canvas and cocktails. You go and yeah. you paint
1: while you're having some wine. And you're or drinking wine, generally wine or, a mixed generally drink wine or, or a beer or
0: something like that. And why not? Like yeah. So in like we said before, you usually have coffee shops at bookstores
1: well and Michelob Ultra is being pushed as the drink of choice while you're working out <laughs> but then again it's a good hydrator so and, you know
0: okay so you <laughs> transitioned. well wait I want to tell a story though you can also have I want to tell a story about um a little book place in arizona we won't mention the town either because <laughs> it's a small town and if we mention there's a book place in a small town in arizona everybody able to figure it out and we don't want to get people in trouble but it's a small bookstore in a small town in arizona mm-hmm. and they did not serve um well they didn't sell alcohol at all it was just an old bookstore mm-hmm. um but what, what were we just like this this old guy who owned it and he was an older guy in, Yeah. I think what was he talking, telling us stories about World War Two? Maybe not. I don't know. Anyhow, you know, he was hitting on me. That's how it
1: started. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> he it was, was World War Two. I think it was a little after that. After that? I think so. It wasn't, I
0: think okay. it was, but I don't remember for sure. I don't, don't remember either. But at the end, when we were going to check out, because I think didn't we have a couple books that we were going to buy? He's like, yeah, we
1: did. We bought a few books there and stuff.
0: What did he ask? Do you guys like whiskey?
1: Oh, or yeah. something like that. No, yeah. We like, There's nobody else. Like the s- and- There's nobody else in the store, right.
0: I don't think. And well, yeah, oh, he was telling us that-
1: stories, and then he's like, "Yeah, hey, do you guys like whiskey?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure, good enough." And he told you, "See those glasses over there? Grab three of those, and see that refrigerator over there. Get some ice out of there." <laughs> and so you brought the glasses over with ice, and he proceeds to pull out. Probably the largest bottle of Maker's Mark whiskey I have ever seen in my life. I mean, my memory is probably doing what guys do and like making everything bigger than it actually is when you think back to it. But, But it looked like a freaking gallon jug or at least or bigger of maker's mark and he proceeded to pour us each a glass and so and then to continue telling stories and
0: they were generous pours they weren't oh yeah. like a, a tiny what do you oh call yeah them, this wasn't like a finger the, of, no, no they were like
1: this was a glass of whiskey oh <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah it, but it took a minute to drink that but
0: but i mean then what did we do when we were drinking it though we hung around and talked with him and yeah, like you know, and his sense of humor was definitely off. But you know, you have to think of the timing <laughs> yeah. of where he was off color. I would off-color. say yes. <laughs> but you know, it's okay. He was. I'm just imagining he wanted somebody to talk to and hang out with him, and it really wasn't a problem. Yeah. And so, really, like, yeah, that's a very different way of drinking at a bookstore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not exactly a business model, I don't think.
0: But. <laughs> but but that... there are a
1: lot of places that have a business model where you can go and purchase a drink or whatever, and hang out
0: yeah but there's also business models when i was looking up stuff too and thinking about um different ways that beer pairs with like everything yeah like barbershops for example um or salons because i've seen that like you know a lot of Mm -hmm. women or whatever whoever wants to go in and get their nails done and you know sometimes you'll get champagne or wine when you get them done in salons um barbershops too are getting more and more common where you get your choice of beer or something like that
1: yeah i've seen that a lot with guys yeah like you know, especially beer with guys, it's just a thing, I don't know.
0: You gotta deaden your marketing. senses to get your hair cut and your face shaved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's as you're sitting there with nothing to do for twenty minutes, so why not drink a beer?
0: And talk. I mean generally and yeah, and yeah. usually too if you're drinking a beer or drinking something, you're you're um I don't know, you're you're talking more and you're having a conversation and life is about conversation and connection, so I don't know, why not? But anyhow, there is this one place that I saw in it's in Fort Lauderdale. Again, COVID, who knows what's open and what's not. Um, But it's in Fort Lauderdale and it was called Barbers and Beer Barbershop.
1: Barbers and Beer Barbershop? Yep,
0: that's what it was. And they don't sell beer because they don't have a liquor license. But what they do is give you free beer and wine. It's their gift.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. Well, we saw that somewhere else. Um, A bike bike shops yeah I actually don't, seen go that don't go there we'll wait Why? for your
0: bike shop because there is another i want to like stay kind okay. of focus so we wait wait so just wait with the bike shop so yes that's cool too because so we did the bookstores and then we're doing the barber shops but there was another one too that i wanted to mention i think um they have a lot of bar- uh barber shops in portland seattle area maybe like the pacific northwest mm-hmm. maybe other places as well But it's like bishop's hair and they give you champagne air quotes when you get there. And their champagne is...
1: The champagne of beers?
0: Miller High Life. Mm. <laughs> so, like, gimmicks, too, that get you in the door. That's very gimmicky. I love it. that is
1: not craft beer. I think it's funny. But...
0: Anyhow. Yeah. So, like, barbershops, too, are a place. And, I mean, to mm-hmm. me, I mean it kind of makes sense. You're just hanging out, having a conversation. It's what you would do at a brewery.
1: Yeah, I mean, and when... You know, that's kind of an age-old thing, too. A barbershop was always kind of a hangout kind of place. Yeah. I mean... Way back, way back, generations. I mean, a barbershop, like, barbershop was typically, guys would go to a barbershop, women would go to a salon or whatever. And it was, but either or, it was kind of a congregating place, too, where, you know, whether you're male or female, it was kind of, you sit there, shoot the shit, kind of maybe gossip a little bit, talk smack about people that aren't there, (laughs) you know, like we do anyway. And um, What you
0: do with beer.
1: And that's what we do at breweries now. But So that makes sense. So it's not a yeah. It's actually not that much of a stretch and.
0: So you mentioned bikes because that's another good pair. I yeah, mean, beer definitely goes with bikes.
1: Yeah, I it's mean, usually at the end of a ride or something. Yeah, this is what you think of, you know, and even a lot of like organized rides, um, like we go out and we go mountain biking with our buddies and stuff, and then go hang out at a brewery somewhere. But, or or even at a trailhead or something, you crack open a couple of beers. Yeah, do a little tailgate.
0: That's becoming more and more common Um, with the tailgating. So you bring, make sure that you have your beers with you, or you have friends who have their home with them, called their van, (laughs) or us, we have our home with us, the RV, and then you, I mean, you have all of your beer with you, and you tailgate on the trail after riding. And I don't think that that was something as common a few years ago, but it's becoming more and more common, even on the hiking trails when people are just hiking.
1: Well, I was going to say, it is kind of common from more organized events, like organized bike rides and organized r- running races. True. A lot of time, like more of marathon kind of thing or half marathons I'm thinking of, where at the end of it, a lot of times you got a drink ticket or two that mm-hmm. was included with your entry into the race or whatever. And so you'd end up having a beer or two at the end of the race. And
0: So now people are just kind of doing that so on their own thing.
1: Yeah, it's just becoming more prevalent. I don't know. And yeah, and so now, like bike shops like bike repair shops
0: yeah they'll I have mean,
1: there's a lot of times it's they'll do like you were just talking about with some of the barber shops where they're not charging you for a beer they're giving you a beer because that is actually kind of a way to sidestep around a lot of mm-hmm. the crazy liquor laws we have in this country and so they don't have to become a you know a bar or a brewery or whatever you want to define it as so they can have a legal li- liquor license They just have to be careful who they give a beer to, you know, make sure you're of age and all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, so it's just included as part of your service.
0: (laughs) But there's also I've also come across several biking places and bike repair shops or bike shops. And I can't think of one off the top of my head. Can you that they do sell beer? They have breweries, too.
1: Um, not, not like, a brewery, sp- I but can't have give you, rooms. I can't give you the specific names. I know there's a couple around Denver and I've seen them in other places too. Mm-hmm. Just other cities. I've seen it in, I think Austin. I think there was one in Austin that had beer and coffee and a bike shop. Yeah. beer um, and coffee. And- there is kettle and spoke in Boulder that has, they're not one business, but there's a bike shop there and there's a brewery, brewery right in the there and they share in the same, same space. Yeah. In
0: the s- same space. So they're just
1: two businesses sharing the same space right which is still kind of cool though.
0: so there's that too yeah
1: well i guess it's not that big of a deal because i mean if you think about it in small town america especially like when somebody was working on your car and they're you know you had like my dad when he was younger had Vern's auto repair shop in burwell nebraska i'm pretty sure that it was probably common that he had beer in the shop and that when somebody came by to check on how their car was coming along, the work he was doing for him, they probably sat around drinking a few beers in the <laughs> shop. So having a bike repair and drinking beer is probably not all that weird. It's like probably more a throwback than it is a new thing.
0: But again, then it's still going back to that community that you're yeah. just kind of hanging out and you're working at the same time and you're talking and you're shooting the shit like you said earlier mm-hmm. and gossiping. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it is. Well, I guess that I, I guess what it all kind of goes back to is like beer is often that a weird center point that kind of brings people together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think like you were talking about too, it's like you sit around and you're talking and you kind of relax a little bit and so you're open a little more to just sitting around talking and yeah, you know somebody you may not have said hi to if you're sitting somewhere else without a beer too just opens you up a little bit.
0: There was also, maybe you can remember where it was. There's a couple um, liquor stores actually that are actually liquor stores and you go in there and you buy your liquor to go and you go home and drink. But there's actually a couple of liquor stores that have taps available too so that you can serve beer and drink there as well. And they have space for you to do that. So which means probably in our weird alcohol laws that they probably have a few different liquor licenses to be able to do that. But what a great way though if they have some of like if they're have the ability to get taps like fresh beer like that you're just going to taste and you want to taste it right there and then you can if you're not at a brewery mm-hmm. now i'm describing a brewery so brewery.
1: at least beer wise there's a, there's a place in tucson like that that has it's a big um bottle shop in tucson and and they have a bunch of taps as well. So you can go in there and drink and you can buy all kinds of... <laughs> and a lot of stuff that is not on tap there. You can buy all kinds of crazy beer and stuff like that. But
0: like, um, I don't think
1: that... That's not all too weird, though.
0: No. I mean, that's not all too weird. But also, like, they'll have uh, homebrew shops. We'll sometimes have that, too.
1: Yeah.
0: You'll yeah, go in and get your homebrewing f- supplies, whether you're making wine or beer or whatever you're making. And they have all mm-hmm. the supplies... But then some of them will also have taps and a place to sit and for you to hang out. And one of them that unfortunately closed that we liked a lot was in Little Rock. And they actually yeah. brewed their own beer, too. Um, mm-hmm. But
1: I think a lot of that for uh, for home brew shops now is really just a means to try and survive. Because a home brew shop, you know, with the advent of all the online sales for brewing supplies, yeah. it's it's really tough. I mean, I'm more of a go to a homebrew shop. I, I try not to buy too much of that stuff online, especially when I'm buying ingredients. Cause I know at a homebrew shop I can see and touch and smell what ingredients I'm getting. Plus I like meeting the people cause they have a lot of knowledge that I don't have usually. And they can help me figure shit out a lot better than I don't have. And I like that. I like yeah. that connection cause I like to make beer and I like to share that with people. And so I think even the process of, getting the ingredients and shit like that is stuff that appeals to me meeting somebody in person and doing
0: it. But that. then, and if you have like a local home brew shop <clears> that you go to often, like you meet the people there and you make a connection mm-hmm. with them. And sometimes, I mean, they're generally homebrewers too. Oh
1: yeah. And yeah, that's usually even how they how you start don't start a shop like that. Well,
0: yeah. And even if they don't have like the taps or the liquor license to sell the beer, they'll often like, Hey, you want to try this new beer? I want to know what you think about it. Cause they want to know your opinion as well. So you're building that connection yeah. with them. So you'll go into a homebrew shop get your things, make a connection and say hi to Fred or Joe or whoever. And, you know, Joe's like, dude, I got some beer for you. You want to try it? I just brewed it. It's just, you know, ready to go now. Like things like that you can't get online.
1: Yeah, because a lot of times, too, a home brew shop will have um, classes or even if they don't have classes, like if you come in wanting to buy stuff, they'll usually be like, do you need to learn how to use this? How, come in on Saturday and we'll have a brew day while, and while the shops open and they're selling stuff to everybody else, they'll make a beer with you just so you, cause they want you to be a lifelong customer, you know, and that's a good way to do it. But then they'll end up with all this extra beer that they got to either throw out or go through. And yeah. so they can give it away. But I think, you know, nowadays there are a lot, I've seen a lot more brew shops that consciously open a tap room as part of their brew shop. Just, because they need another source of income yeah. because the margins are pretty thin and they can't compete with Amazon and makes Northern sense. Brewer and all these people out there. But
0: So I would say most of those things that we've been talking about kind of makes sense with mm-hmm. why there's beer in there. So, and you know what, actually thinking about more of these, it kind of still does. So shopping, um, like how about this Nordstrom's in New York City? Again, COVID, I have no idea, but Nordstrom's in New York City you know, you're going to go buy a, I don't know, a $700 purse or something like yeah. that. <laughs> but you could also grab a cocktail or a beer or a glass of wine and wander the store. I think they have like a shoe bar is what the actual bar is called inside Nordstrom. Bar? Because it goes so into the shoe. you have to shoe. drink out of a shoe? It goes into the shoe entrance, like where you're going to buy your shoes, probably your $1,000 pair of shoes while you're sipping on your beer, or cocktail or whatever in Nordstrom. And really, I mean, you're drinking you're happy. You're hanging out with your girlfriends or whoever you're shopping at Nordstrom. I got money to burn. Sure, I'll buy those shoes. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, I think it's called a good way
1: that. to loosen up the purse strings. Right, huh?
0: Exactly. So that, you know. But then, again, think about it.
1: And I'm thinking that at $1,000 for shoes, you probably could drink out of those at least the first time.
0: Why would you ruin a pair of shoes that you just spent $1,000 on?
1: For 1000 bucks, some beer and a shoe better not ruin it. I'm just saying it better be a much better quality shoe than that if I'm spending $1,000 on shoes, which I'm not going to do.
0: Again, no. (laughs) If you're thinking shoes and like beer or cocktails or wine or champagne or something like that, think about that at Nordstrom. It makes sense if you go back up a little bit and you're going, if you're like, you know, if you, Kenny, want to go buy a wedding dress, go for it. But like whoever wants to buy a wedding dress, like if you go wedding dress shopping. I could pop a wedding dress. What do you usually get when you go wedding dress shopping if you're at a fancy wedding place? Champagne. Champagne. Yeah, they're definitely not going to give you red wine. Um,
1: <laughs> Hopefully, they've smartened up on that one.
0: But even then, like that has been happening. I've seen movies about that. Uh, Carrie. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that was bad. Ooh, that's bad. That was a bad. One. Anyhow, but you know, I think that's been happening for a while. And you're, and again, it's a, it's a connections and a communication thing. Generally, when you're shopping for shoes or shopping with friends or shopping for a wedding dress with friends. You're connecting and you're also hanging out and having a conversation and drinking something, you know, a drink in hand. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense on that way, too. But how about grocery stores? I don't
1: know. That's a little odd. I'm not I don't think I've ever done that
0: anywhere. But would you
1: probably not really? I I don't know. I mean, I could not say no, because what if they have a beer on tap that I'm thinking about purchasing or they have a beer on tap that I've never had before. And that's a big draw for me. Obviously, anywhere I go, if they have a beer I haven't had before and it sounds like an interesting beer to me, I may not even be like at the point I want to drink anything at that moment, but I might want to get some a little bit of that beer just because I got to try it.
0: (laughs) You know what would be great at grocery stores? The card system. But they have the different taps because then you can just try it and then so you go up to one of the taps at the grocery store and you you scan your little card uh-huh. and then you get only the little bit amount that you want and you can sip on that little bit as you're wandering around the grocery store instead of getting like a full pint <laughs> i think that'd be awesome you said you could taste it and then you can taste these little beers and be like oh. and that's going to increase the money and the income from grocery stores too because then <laughs> you get the taste of the beer and you're like oh i'm gonna buy that beer it's right there
1: so while we're at it there they See, actually what's they actually should sell marijuana that you can smoke in the store because then you're going to buy a lot more stuff. (laughs) Because then you're going to get the munchies. Buy
0: the chips.
1: (laughs) I don't even know if it should be samples. I'm thinking full-on joints (laughs) or whatever it is. And you smoke that or whatever, edibles, whatever whatever your thing is. And then, yeah, like... All they got to do is make sure they can keep you in the store for like a good half an hour to an hour, though, after that, because then it's going to really kick and you're going to be like Doritos. We need the family size. (laughs) We need five family size bags (laughs) of Doritos. So when you get to that sec, you know, there's always that section in the store that has the big size Uh of everything. So you you make that you got to kind of find a way to direct those people to that section of the store.
0: No, no. Fuck that. I'm going to Costco and <laughs> buying
1: five. Oh, jeez.
0: Bigger than family store bags and Doritos.
1: <laughs> so. Yes, I would like the 50-pound bag of rice. Um,
0: <laughs> Dude, that's the you know Ten Costco. boxes
1: of Captain Crunch.
0: Costco is known for... this. Is, I've read this. This is <laughs> Costco is known for like completely losing their ass on their um, rotisserie chicken. Oh, they yeah. sell it for like $5 or $6, and it costs them so much more. But they sell it for that because people buy so much more when they get in the door. Now, if yeah. you have that rotisserie chicken and the marijuana...
1: <laughs> Costco got a Costco new marketing team. Costco got
0: there.
1: it. We should be on their marketing team.
0: <laughs> Anyhow... <laughs> Whole Foods is record probably... Record sales, baby.
1: Record sales. <laughs> Whole
0: Foods is probably one of the most um, common thought of stores that actually I think have um, bars and that you can like be drinking while you're shopping. Um, I've heard a few Target stores either thinking of doing it or working on getting it done or maybe they even had have it now. I also saw something very briefly when I was looking through that Taco Bell, and this could be very, very wrong. Taco Bell is looking at, or maybe has them somewhere, um, like a boozy, slushies or something Ew. like that.
1: I don't know. That yeah. sounds weird. so like
0: the alcohol is kind of getting more into the fast food places as well. I think Sonic, Starbucks, S- Starbucks too. Yeah, and the Starbucks
1: coffee. has alcohol at some pl- at some locations but, now. That's starting to happen. But there's
0: a lot of coffee
1: that kind of makes alcohol sense, bars
0: that are kind of like that. Because
1: like by evening coffee kind of drips. you kind of i'm sure it slows down a lot by evening and other than maybe in the hot summer times and stuff that the colder drinks maybe still still sold a lot but i'm sure i'm sure business sloughs off quite a bit into the evening in a coffee place but then if you replace that with beer or other drinks and stuff
0: yeah i think one of the strangest things though is kind of well not maybe even one of the strangest but it is it just seems kind of strange right now to be walking around a grocery store with a drink in hand Although it won't be long, strange for long, because think about it. You used yeah. to never really walk around a grocery store with coffee in hand, and they It's most pretty common. The There's chains. a
1: Starbucks in most yeah. bigger grocery stores now. And, and I'll are...
0: do that. I get excited because I don't like grocery shopping. I hate grocery shopping. Well, and like you said... But I get excited to go grocery shopping because I can go get a coffee. Right. So that could change where I'd be like, oh, I can go have, you know... Ooh, they have the new cra- the new beer from the brew, <laughs> the whatever craft brewery. Oh, well, I might like shopping.
1: Like you said, though, also like Whole Foods, there are now Whole Foods. Um, the first time I remember seeing it was in Texas, but there are Whole Foods that have breweries and Whole Foods breweries. Yeah. yeah, they have their own brewery on site in the in the store, which is.
0: See, I don't know if some of this is just di- getting but, too conv- and it's a legit brewery, but too convoluted or too yeah. not specialized, or if you want it specialized, if you don't, or. I don't know. Well, it all depends on your
1: taste, though, because, like, we go for very niche, like, breweries and stuff. And we like something kind of different and something that has just some kind of cool connection for us. But, you know, some people want to go to or and even us once in a while. But I think most people want to just go somewhere and sit down and have a beer sometimes and just and they don't care that it's a special brewery or that they've got five new beers on tap this week or that kind of thing. They're just like, I want to go back and I want to have my Kohl's. Sure. I want to go back and I want to have my, my Amber or, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's just all depends on the person. I think
0: it also s- seemed at first kind of strange to think about how like beer kind of goes with, um, fitness in a way. But then when we were talking about how, like it fits really well after a bike ride or mm-hmm. after a hike, And then if you think about how many activities breweries have around fitness, they'll have, you know, like a yoga session that you pay for and you get a free beer after that. Yeah, exactly. And you bring your yoga mat or they'll have like all these biking. Yeah, the bike rides or a runner's club. And if Mm -hmm. you sign up for it or pay certain things or whatever, you get a beer with that. And then so I think I've even seen some gyms having something where you get like beer afterwards or something like that. So I don't know. It'd be really, I think, kind of strange if you're like, Jogging on a treadmill in a gym, sucking down a Michelob truck or something <laughs> while you're jogging. I think it's really
1: a good idea to do during but the activity no. itself usually. I mean, there are like running events where say it's a 5K or a five mile run or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. 5K is like
0: three miles.
1: I know. But you see people running and it's like, okay, every mile, like say it's a five mile run. At every mile stop point, you drink a beer.
0: Yeah, I don't know. If I don't know that do I endorse
1: that. that. Or that I want to do that. <laughs> but it's kinda like the dumb pet trick. <laughs> dumb <laughs> see pet? if you can see if you can do a beer every mile for five miles and still be standing at the end. Uh no, I don't like to put myself through stuff like that.
0: I, I mean I suppose that you could sign up for that yeah. as a fun thing to do with a group of your friends and you just wanna try it. But can you imagine doing like a race like that as often as you would go to a craft brewery? Or
1: oh gosh, there's there's no. like Napa no Valley. No
0: um there's like napa valley hopefully there's still napa valley left Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> like napa valley marathons and stuff i've read too where you like have all these vineyards that you have to stop at i don't know the details about that but <laughs> along
1: the route of I the marathon so. oh my gosh but no
0: yeah so there's all there, i don't know there's so many ways but
1: that would wreck me <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then I, another thing too where they have the beer i told you beer pairs with everything mm-hmm. um specialty like markets everywhere so there's all these like kind of indoor specialty trendy kind of market places there's one in denver i can't remember what it's called in the river north district rhino district
1: oh yeah And it has
0: all the open air foods and there's Mm -hmm. breweries within there and some of them allow you that you can get you know a beer or whatever Mm -hmm. and wander the whole rest of that shopping center basically is what it is as long
1: as you stay in the market
0: right but now it's just it's just those trendy markets there's one in aurora too that i think i read about um that you can wander around while you're shopping with the beer in hand that you bought from a place in there um i'm sure there's a
1: lot of places like that around the country so
0: yeah i mean think about we've been doing that for a long time too flea markets yeah i know the mile high flea market in denver people will go there and it's it's an entertainment thing it's not a shopping thing really if you think about that you're going shopping yes but you're more going for the entertainment so Mm -hmm. you drink a beer while you're shopping
1: and then you grab your 20 pound turkey leg and your fire roasted ear of corn and
0: (laughs) amusement parks I mean, th- there's beer at yeah. like, all the different amusement parks because, yeah. you know, you got to handle... The like, Renaissance
1: a, Festival. The, yeah, all these places
0: <laughs> that you got to take your kids if you have kids and you need a break, so you drink the beer. <laughs> 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 oh, go away, kids! No, but it's been around for a long time, and we're not even talking a long time. This is all recent things. Beer just seems to pair with everything. Is it a good thing?
1: That's a good question. Does it
0: change the the meaning of it? I mean,
1: I don't know. I mean, in some ways, when you talk about it, the way we're talking about all these different places that like, okay, I'm going to the bookstore, then I'm going grocery shopping. Holy crap. I could have a beer everywhere I go. I go home, have dinner, have a beer with dinner. I go to the movie after dinner. Okay. I'm having beer. seems like you're drinking beer all the time, but I don't, I mean, for me, I think from a personal perspective, I'd say probably it maybe spreads it out more. Because if I'm going to two or three places in a day, whether they're breweries or just stores or something, and knowing that I could have a beer there and I'm probably going to have a beer there, I'm probably not going to drink a lot. I mean, that's me. I'm but not going to. But you might have
0: not drink any of it if it wasn't there before and you wouldn't have missed it.
1: But if I didn't drink any of it before, I'd maybe go to the brewery later and have five beers.
0: So is that better? <laughs> because now you're supporting a local craft brewery instead of instead Whole Foods of or Target.
1: Yeah, but a lot of those <laughs> businesses, too, are still local small businesses like the bike shop or even a bookstore or something. It might be just a little bookstore. Yeah. It's not necessarily a Notice big Notice I didn't say
0: business. the bike shop or the bookstore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I said the bigger names. Yeah. So I suppose that just depends on, like, who you are and where you like to shop and yeah. who you want to support. Yep. Yeah. I was initially thinking that the special, the specialtiness, the, what's the word, the specialness, the... of like having a beer sometimes could having so much availability of it could change it but really like that's kind of your own mindset as to how you look at that so like tonight we're getting ready to go out on the beach and have a beach campfire and have dinner and the beer that we pick that's going to go with that is going to be like this special kind of beer or whatever it is and you're going to make that moment what it needs to be with the beer that you have So if you're going to go shopping and you want a beer, it's not going to be this like special moment with the beer. No, probably not. But it's going to make shopping maybe possibly more enjoyable because, like I said (laughs) earlier, I hate grocery shopping. Or
1: at least tolerable.
0: Although I do like going to the farmer's markets and having like a fresh brewed handcrafted beer at a farmer's market. That'd be lovely. And it fits. And it just changes that experience. So I suppose it's all in your mindset as to how you look at it. And that's generally what we do with breweries anyhow. We make them special because we go out there with that mindset to look at it as we're going to this new place, we're going to meet new people, and we're going to drink new beer. Or we're going to the neighborhood brewery, and we're going to drink some great beer that we like, and we're going to hang out with friends. Yeah. So as we were talking about all this, I was thinking about that, thinking that I think it kind of ruins it, but then you know what? It just doesn't because it's your mindset yeah. that changes that.
1: Yeah. It's all your mindset and how and, you approach it.
0: Yeah.
1: Just like anything.
0: Just And be a, hu- a responsible human and make the proper choices. Yeah, you. I mean, alcoholism is a huge thing, but if you're prone to that, well, then don't drink the damn beer. I know it's not that yeah. easy, but...
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not as easy as just saying no. I but, mean, it can be for some yeah. people, but... Generally, that's a problem that's not that easily solved. Be the
0: responsible adult. If your kids are hanging out with you for the whole day and you're going to go have a fun time, don't freaking get hammered at the amusement park while your kids are...
1: Probably not a good cop. ...jumping
0: off the rides.
1: But you're right. It is largely mindset. And like we said, we've said that before. And like we did a podcast recently that was about 2020. And, you know, it's been a heavy year for a lot of people. And there's been a lot of challenges and a lot of crazy shit going on. But 2020 hasn't sucked in all in and of, in and of itself. It hasn't sucked. It's how you approach it. And yeah, yeah there are some people that have much more bigger things to deal with, deal with than what we've had to overcome. But you know what? A lot of it is still mindset, you know, and right, wrong, easier, hard. That's all it is sometimes is just approach it with the right mindset and it doesn't suck.
0: Yep. <laughs> Actually, I've heard a lot of this lately. After we did that podcast, I was listening to another podcast. Um, I think it was called Rise with Rachel Hollis, mm-hmm. but she is more of a uh, like an inspirational kind of speaker. And she was saying basically like she was yelling at, at us at her listeners through the speaker, like yelling like What do you think you're going to have this like kind of magical clock, and 2021 is just going to automatically fix everything because people keep talking about giving up on 2020." And like, no, and I've not, always said yeah. it to you. I'm like, okay, yeah, 2020 parts of it kind of sucks. But really, you're going to wish time away? You're going to wish this entire year to go away? Like, you can't do that. And there is no magical ticking clock that once it hits January 1st, 2021, all this shit is gone. No.
1: Oh, no. I mean, I, a lot of people know, most of you guys probably know that my part of my job, is, one of my jobs is running a mixed martial arts news website called MMA Weekly. And, you know, probably most of you know who Dana White is, the guy that runs the UFC, which is the biggest fighting organization in the world. And he, you basically probably know him because with the whole COVID thing, he was one of the few people and one of the first people probably in the world that really stood up and said, screw this. I am going to find a way to make this work. We're not just going to lie down and let this thing roll us over. And he has said many, many times, he's like, I just can't wait we get through this year. And he goes, but he always goes, I don't know what the fuck I think is going to happen in 2021. I don't know why January is going to be any different than December. <laughs> but I can't wait for this damn year to be over. So I don't know. Yeah, it's not going to be any different other than you've got to change your mindset. And
0: again, it's, you know, sometimes it's easier yeah. said than done, but it really is all up to about... All up to you.
1: Well, and I think we should get used to the idea of we don't know it's going to be October, November, December, whatever, that things are going to get better, better, better. Except for ourselves, we can make things better for ourselves and just deal the best we can and try to help our friends and family and stuff around us deal the best they can too and make the best of whatever situation we've got because this is the only life we've got. So that we know for sure
0: yeah well, and always say hi to a stranger
1: <laughs> yes say hi to a stranger even now say hi to a stranger oh, especially, especially now, now. <laughs> that was pretty good and you we didn't even practice that we folks that not. was just off the cuff
0: all right so, i guess that's it so um
1: yeah we've probably rambled enough today
0: buy a beer as usual
1: leave us a review subscribe rate our podcast
0: yeah we need some new um we have some great reviews on there but we need some new reviews write us a review we yes, love y'all we would
1: really love it if you would
0: yeah and share with your friends
1: well what's That's
0: that it? cheers Defining beer everywhere, everywhere. peace out we'd love to hear from you so keep the conversation going send us a note share a beer recommendation or two or just say hey this stout conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs